0: Welcome to C3 Church, Queens Beach. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full, and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoyed this message today. Hi, church family. I am so, so, so happy to be with you today. Well, my name is Chris Pringle of C3 Church Global, married to the wonderful Phil Pringle. And if you're in church today for the first time, I want to welcome you into this space where I'll be sharing the Word of God today with my message, Go the Distance. So really, Go the Distance relates to every single one of us, pastors, leaders, students, Bible college students, and of course, every person who would call themselves a disciple of Christ. So are you ready today? I, I am so, feel so privileged to be bringing this Word of God to you today. Well, you know, right now we are living in a climate of global upheaval, dare I say it. And we've all been affected by the pandemic. Isolation, lockdowns, homeschooling, church life interrupted, and most tragically, I'm not laughing here, the loss of loved ones. I want to extend my heartfelt love and condolences to those of us who have lost loved ones during the season. I'm also aware that many pastors have faced leadership challenges. I honor you today and we stand side by side with you in building healthy churches. Well, you know, as a woman who's been in the work of the ministry for 50 years. Can you believe that? I know I look too young. It's the lighting in here. <laughs> but I do feel the burden and the pressures uh, of mi- on ministry life and family life as you do. And I hopefully am here to help. So to remind us that we can get through anything we face if we go the distance together. Can you turn to someone right now and give them a little nudge or if you're allowed, put your arm around them and say, we're in this together. So let's just commit this moment to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, let your word and my thoughts feed us today, strengthen us, encourage us, ignite faith in us. In Jesus name. Amen. Well, you know, people ask me often how I am still running this race and still smiling. And my family would probably say she smiles most of the time, but not always. Hey, I'm human like you. And I'm no theologian, theologian. I am no theologian. See, definitely not a theologian. But I think that the years of experience in serving Jesus and building the house of God has given me just a few tips that I'd like to share with you today. So really, in an overall little sentence, I would say, follow the direction of God's Word, be in prayer, follow good counsel and the leading of the Holy Spirit. And these four essentials have kept me on the straight and narrow and the liberating pilgrim's path, dare I say in brackets, most of the time, because, as you know, I'm only human. So I love a good poem. And for those of you who have known me over many years, I love uh, the Pilgrims poem by John Bunyan. And so let's say it together, if you do know it. Who would, true valise, c- let him come hither? One here will constant be, come wind, come weather. There's no discouragement shall make him once relent his first avowed intent. I love that word, intent, to be a pilgrim. Whoso beset him round with dismal stories, do but themselves confound, his strength the more is. No foe can stay his might, though he with giants fight, he will make good his right to be a pilgrim hobgoblin nor foul fiend can daunt his spirit. He knows he at the end shall life inherit. Then fancies flee away. He'll fear not what men say. He'll labor night and day to be a pilgrim." And of course, for those of you who like a biblical uh, kind of reference, that's taken from Hebrews 11. (laughs) Hebrews 11. Anyway, so thousands, of stories of fellow pilgrims and heroes of the faith are our witnesses and they cheer us on. I love that. Go the distance. We are not alone in this wonderful race towards the finish line. And I want to to remind you all today, no matter where you sit in the house of God, a family member, a dad, a worker, a mum, a pastor, a leader, a student, we are all on this wonderful pilgrimage together. You know, I have a dear friend in the ministry, you'll know of her probably, Bobby Houston writes in her book, Stay the Path. We are privileged to be 21st century runners the ones who have the the plethora of wisdom and experience to draw from. The ancient trailblazers and many others since have gone ahead. They wait for us in heaven. And if we believe the words of Hebrews 12, they are carrying us on. So let's take heart in the human story we find ourselves in and play our part. Oh, I love that. You know, in Hebrews chapter 12. Let's have a look at it. If you've got your Bibles with you, turn with me to Hebrews 12. As for us, uh, we we all have these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds. So we must let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin uh, we so easily fall into. Then we will be able to run life's marathon race with passion and determination for the path has been already marked out before us." Oh, I love that. We look away from the natural realm and we fasten our gaze on Jesus who birthed faith in us and who leads us forth into faith's perfection. In other words, we have all these witnesses, friends, fellow pilgrims, don't quit. So I've got a few tips for the go the distance crowd, and I know that's you. Go the distance, Christians and leaders, don't quit. Just keep walking through every season. I ain't going to lie that some days are going to be totally I can't say the word, but the pressure will tell you, run, run, run. In a recent one, if I do the daily devotional with Nicky Gumbel, he writes this about pressure that comes on us. Don't be afraid of pressure. Pressure is what transforms a lump of coal into a diamond. That's what, when I read this, I was like, thanks, I know it. Life can be seen as a series of pressures. We test things by putting them under pressure. God is not impressed by what we say we will do. He is impressed by what we do when we are put under pressure. Progress in life and ministry happens when you are tried and tested and you pass the test. Turn to someone, give them a dig. Ouch, that one hurt. So, okay. The next thing, the next little tip I have is go the distant leaders and Christians, run with the pack. In other words, don't be a lone wolf. Don't don't try and do it on your own. You will not survive. And uh, we've all seen those programs, those uh, geographical programs where, you know, the lone poor Animal leaves the pack, stops to have eat crunch crunch on that little bush, and there, lying in the bushes, is the is the evil uh, predator. And the pack runs on, and this poor lone ranger little animal chomp gets chomped. So, run with the pack. And I love this. Beautiful scripture in Philippians 3, you turn uh, with me, verse 12 to 15. I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing, but I run with passion into His abundance so that I may reach the purpose for which Christ Jesus laid hold of me to make me His own. I don't depend on my own strength to do this. However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. So let all who are fully mature have this same passion. Another translation says, let's have the same mind. And if anyone is not yet gripped by these desires, God will reveal it to them. Now, this next bit is so great concerning the pack. And let us all advance together, together to reach this victory prize, following one path with one passion. I love that. I love that because Paul is talking about us as a tribe, as a pack to stay together. Let us all advance together. Well, (laughs) I wouldn't even go into it, but I have many, many friends who decided to go it alone over these 50 years. And sadly, uh, I have witnessed uh, the slow retreat of good leaders uh, and Christians even, even members, church members, that they have decided to, to, to be solitary. I don't need to be in the house of God to love Jesus. I can serve God and worship God out on the waves on my surfboard. You know what happens? They begin, this is, it's the slow retreat. They wander in late, talk, chew gum during prayer, criticize the preacher. Oh my gosh, please never do that, church. And And there's no celebration. When there's a celebration of coming together, they're off doing their own thing. So guys, stay in the pack. I am who I am today. Love me or leave me because of the people who have surrounded my life, these definitely in Sydney, these 40 plus years. Now, (laughs) I won't blame them for my naughtiness, but who I am, I've been formed in that fellowship of being together uh, with friends and leaders in prayer, in vision, in fellowship, in time off, holidaying together and having lots and lots of fun or silliness as my good friend Simon McIntyre would say. See, there's good naughty and there's bad naughty. I'm talking about the good naughty. Be welded together, dreaming together, grieving together and celebrating together. And I know you're smiling as you look around in your congregations and have a look, send a wave to the people that are in your tribe and in your pack. So stay in the sustainable pace of the pack. That's so beautiful. That's so wonderful. Stick with the good guys, and then you will, be, you will be following Jesus. You know, in our early ministry life, I guess everything is a test. This was a big one. We were at a minister's gathering. Oh, we're just brand new baby pastors. And this might I'll be you here today. And this guy got up and he talked about the cost of the ministry, and it the the, mess, the message just got worse and worse. It was talking about giving up uh, you know, all sorts of things and that maybe your children will die. And it just it just went from bad to worse. So I went back to our cabin, and I was like, Lord, You've got the wrong girl that I'm not cut out for that. And the Lord very clearly, very beautifully spoke to my heart and said, it's not going to be like that for you, Chris. He didn't tell me the whole story. (laughs) He didn't say the different trials that were coming up, but he comforted my heart in the then and now, you are going to be okay. And another situation not far uh, beyond that, we're at we'd been at another minister's gathering and this minister who we adored, uh, had taught us so much. He was like a mentor to Phil in many things regarding the wonderful Holy Spirit. And it came out that he had been in multiple uh, relationships with with women in his church and outside his church. And, you know, the Lord spoke to me really clearly. I was devastated. I was like, no, what is this? Uh, And in that moment, I learned a very important lesson and I think all of us need to learn it. I am, we are Christians before we are ministers, leaders, disciples, sons, daughters, business people. And Jesus reminded me of that scripture. I'll just paraphrase it uh, today for time in John 21, where um, where Jesus is to, is to, and Peter are having this conversation and he's like, well, what about me? What's going to happen to me? And Jesus, he doesn't brush off, but he almost does. He, he brushes off the question and says to Peter, what is that to you? You follow me. And pretty much that's what the Lord said to me. Hey, Chris, it's none of your business. I'm looking after all that you. Keep your eyes on me and follow me. That's why I love that song. I have decided to follow Jesus. Whenever stuff happens and situations happen, I remind myself that before I am any, uh, you know, credentialed person, I am a Jesus follower. And that's what a Christian means, Christ within. So let's keep Jesus at the center of our life and at the center of our world. How liberating is that? Follow Jesus. Don't compare. Don't copy. Be who you You are meant to be in Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, you might be like me. You like bright colors. Wear bright colors. You might like to wear um, gray or neutrals all the time. Be who you are. Wear that. You and I look together, look good together in a photo. It's like, you know, the colorful one and then the one that's mild. What a lovely combination. Be who you are in Christ. Follow Him. Find your identity in Jesus Christ. And then no matter what happens around you, who succeeds, who falls, you will remain the the same, A, a disciple of Jesus Christ. The next thing that a go-the-distance leader does, or Christian, is we find a sustainable pace. Oh, I love that. Hey, life is long. It's a marathon race, not a sprint. Uh, Recently, Pastor Phil and I were having lunch uh, outdoors in our deck chairs with with friends in our neighborhood. And... um, they, maybe just a few years ago, handed over the leadership of their church. It was a very successful church and have decided to go into a Christian consultancy business. And I was talking with her about our upcoming transition and she was asking me how I'm going. And I said, yeah, I'm going pretty good. Um, I'm going pretty good. And she said, what you're going to love uh, is, po- is afterwards, as you enter a new season of your life, you will find a different pace. I liked that. It was good counsel to me. It was wise counsel. You're not just going to drop off the planet, but you're going to find a different track. You know, I'm going to still be walking, but there's going to be a slight little in the road over there. And I loved that. So, Uh, I love that. So look, Pastor Phil has got a brand new book coming out, uh, probably, well, it'll be definitely online soon. And I've just been reading through it to do the the finishing edits. And I love this little quote to do with this very subject. Uh, It's called Disciple, uh, his book. And he poses this question in terms of going the distance. And I quote, Whatever lifestyle we set for ourselves, ask can I sustain this till I'm old? What a great question, Pastor Phil. Can I sustain this till I'm old? Finishing well is our goal. Is your lifestyle sustainable? Sometimes I see all those young bucks down the beach and they're sprinting, they're sprinting, they're sprinting. They're like 22. And I'm like, I know that a day will come when they will have to change their pace. And it will be more like a, shuffle, <laughs> the shuffle, the shuffle down on the sand. It doesn't mean you stop, you just change your pace. So friends, find a sustainable pace that works uniquely for you. Take your time. The dream takes longer than you think. Doesn't mean you don't write it down. Write it down, date it, because when that fulfillment comes, you will be able to go, woo! But hey, just remember, Life is a marathon and things don't seem to happen as quickly as we want. God seems slow when we are in a hurry. Enjoy the journey. Settle in for the long haul. When it gets too tough, don't throw in the towel. Just hang it up for a bit. You know, I'd have a hook if I could, but just hang it up for a bit. That seems good. And ah. Uh, Take a break, take a break. Have a sabbatical, have a long service leave. Proper holidays with family and friends. Check in with good friends, get some counsel. Do something you love, do something you. Buy a bike, ride a bike, go riding with a friend, plant a tree, dig a garden, read a book or two. Do a course of interest that you've always wanted to do, but just allow your pace to give you room to love life as well. So run away. No, run to Jesus. Go the distance, leaders, run to Jesus. I've already said it, but I'll repeat it. We are first Christians before we are pastors or leaders or CEOs or mums or teachers or professors or students, A.A.A. students. And sometimes the ministry can become bigger than the one we serve. So let Christ within be our center, not the church or our ministry or indeed our title or what comes after our name. You know, um, in preparing this, I was thinking, a song just kept going through my mind. It's by Ryan Smith on one of his albums, and it's called The Hiding Place. And I don't know about you, but there's one way to center our hearts in Jesus, and that's through praise and worship. And this little song, please forgive me, I won't linger on it, but I want to just show you what I do when I feel like, (sighs) wow, and my mind starts, (sighs) like that, I go to worship and this song is beautiful and you can download it, um, you know, on the website of Ryan Smith at some stage. But it goes, Holy Spirit, I hang on every word you say. Every morning you set me up for every day. Lead me, I pray, light up my way. Fill me again, I'm waiting on you. I'm breaking through, I'm following. Ooh, you always point me back to Jesus. Ooh, you help me to forgive. I come alive when I am in your presence. Holy Spirit. Forever stay with me, etc. And hey, well, even when I sing that, I feel the peace of God. I feel like oh, taking a breather with Jesus. So get away with Jesus. Isaiah 40 says this, Do you not know? Have you not heard the everlasting God, the Creator of the earth? He doesn't become tired or grow weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He gives strength uh, to the weary and to him that has no might. He increases power. Even youths grow weary and tired and and vigorous men stumble badly. But those who wait upon the Lord, who expect look for and hope in Him will gain strength and renew their power. How beautiful. Live above the winds of adversity on eagles, wings, wings with Jesus. Amen. So, guys, I'm going over time. Enjoy the journey. You know, the old saying, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Take a break before you have one. Farmers rest the soil after seven years. They rest it before they sow new seed. So take a break. Here's just some of the things that are a warning against signs of you need to take a break. Mood swings, overindulging in alcohol or other stimulants, disinterest in the church, temper flare ups, sleeplessness, anxiety, small things popping your cork, tension at home, tension in the marriage, avoiding conflict, and you're so, so tired. So, hey, come to Jesus. Really, at the end of the day, everything about going the distance is coming back to Jesus, who is the heart and the center of everything that we are and do, no matter what our role, no matter what our age, no matter what our cultural background or our religious background, Jesus is the one who we come to. Are you weary? Matthew 11 says, carrying a heavy burden, come to me. I will refresh your life, for I am your oasis." I love that, Jesus, you are my oasis. Simply join your life with mine, learn my ways, and you'll discover that I'm gentle, humble, easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. For all that I require of you, of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. I love that. I just love that to go the distance. We follow Christ. And what happens is something miraculous happens in our characters, in our inner spirit, in our soul, that we become pleasant and easy to bear. We we stay teachable. The L-plate, I'm in many situations. I'm like, I'm a learner. Teach me, teach me, teach me, Holy Spirit, help me listen. When I ask for counsel, I do it and Phil and I over the years, if we've ever gone to ask counsel of a leader for direction or something that's truly, truly a burden on our heart, we go and we say, Holy Spirit, we're trusting that you are going to guide us and the wisdom that we receive from their counsel, we will do. So we're teachable. Go the distance. People are always teachable. So be a pupil of the Word of God. Be a pupil of Jesus Christ. Always be learning and open to good counsel. And I know that you will uh, go the distance and make it to the finish line, which is the ultimate goal, isn't it? To be uh, before Christ where He says, hey, welcome, good and faithful servant. So in closing today, as you know, Phil and I are in, well, you may not know, but I'm letting you know, we're in a year of transition. After 40 plus years at the helm of C3 Sydney, having overseen the development and the building of Oxford Falls and our other locations across the city, we are passing the baton to Pastors Alex and Jesson Lee who will be our lead pastors over Sydney. It's a step that we've been planning for several years and we are excited to be moving into our focus on C3 Global Family, that's you, and fulfilling the next season of ministry together. I am excited that we will be able to devote more of our time to our churches overseas and to spend time with our ministers and leaders to at least, if not more than least, impart all the qualities to help you and your leaders sustain a lifelong of discipleship. So here, Paul says in his letter to the Philippians, in his closing words, and I hope he doesn't mind, but I've snuck a bit of it in my parting prayer for you. And I've paraphrased it. My dear friends in C3, Pastor Phil and I, servants of Jesus, the Anointed One, we write this letter to all his devoted followers in your city, including your pastors and to all the servant leaders of the church, which is all of you. May the blessings of divine grace and supernatural peace that flows from God, our Father and our Messiah, the Lord Jesus, be upon your lives. Until we meet face to face Let us pursue Christ and run our race, committed to go the distance together with all our love to all of you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more of our upcoming events, service times, locations or to give online, head to c3hh.com.au forward slash give.